Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Noobs and Dragons Season 3. I am your Dungeon Master, Craig WK, and with me is a new team of adventurers that are going to tackle the next season of Noobs and Dragons. So, let, so let me introduce the three of them to you right now uh, as players first. Uh, our first player up is Player One Mickey. Ah, ah how, uh, <laughs> how interesting. Oh. Hello, everyone. Mickey, Mickey, great to have you on the show. Uh, You're going to be playing a a dragonborn paladin named Garden Morkul. Is that right? Yes, yes. Awesome. Uh, We'll get to uh, uh, more in-depth stuff on your character in a few moments here, of course. Uh, Next up, I have Glitch. Uh, Now, player when Mickey is from the GameZilla show, uh, the Glitch is from Legend of Retro. Uh, he's one of the co-hosts with me on that show. Uh, Glitch, great to have you. Hey, great to be here. Awesome. And your character's name is Aegon Questen. Is that correct? That is correct. Half-Orc Druid. Is that right? That is right. Awesome, awesome. And finally, we have Danielle. Uh, Danielle, great to have you on the show as a member of the uh, GameZilla Media team. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. Awesome, and you're playing Elianad Radburns, a human sorcerer. Is that right? That's correct. Awesome. So, let's go ahead and dive right in to our adventure. Now, for our listeners who haven't spent a lot of time, of course, character creation and figuring out how they want to make their character, uh, this team of adventurers have been kind of conscripted Uh, almost forced into this job uh, as they had been recently imprisoned in the port city of Zanjuro uh, for crimes that, well, maybe they didn't really commit or maybe weren't guilty of. But regardless, uh, the Payne family has given them an ultimatum, and that is to investigate matters in a little sleepy town called Lava Cloud Village. The three of you have been traveling for maybe a month or so, You guys kind of know each other well enough at this point. Even if you didn't want to talk to each other that much, you know what each other's look like. You know your names. You kind of know a little bit about each other, at least to the point where you're acquainted. Uh, 
the uh, the first leg of your journey was actually on ship that went all the way around the continent from the port city, which is uh, on the uh, far western side of the continent of Hillcrest, and then looped you all the way around to the eastern side of Hillcrest, where from there you took a carriage. And uh, uh, the carriage driver has mostly been kind of quiet, uh, keeps to himself. He's got like a wide, big wide-brimmed hat, seems to be human. Uh, his collar kind of goes up over his face, so it's kind of hard to see, you know, see his face very well. He seems to be wearing like a, a black and red, darker colors. Uh, all you really know is he's been hired by the Payne family and, you know, hasn't really done a lot of talking to you guys. Uh, inside the carriage, though, as you're kind of bouncing around, uh, the three of you are bored, but you're almost to this lava cloud village. Uh, Aegon Questing. How about you first? You're a half-orc. What do you look like? Uh, so I am 6'2". Uh, not muscular, as a typical half-orc is. Uh, <laughs> I have a chin curtain beard. So that's, you know, a beard without a mustache. Okay. And uh, crew-cut hair, so very short hair. All right. What color hair? Uh, brown. Brown? All right. And do you have a, a kind of darker flesh uh or do you have like kind of a lighter color uh half orcs tend to have a greenish hue yeah it's like a greenish gray greenish gray okay uh and what kind of clothing are you wearing nicer clothes you know kind of scummier stuff what you got on? so long sleeve with a vest long sleeve with vest okay uh next up uh we have uh elianod elianod radburns you're human what do you look like uh, I am five six. I have green eyes, medium build, brown hair, uh, longer hair. Um, I don't know. Uh, pale complexion. Okay. Uh, what kind of clothes are you wearing? Normal clothes. I don't know. Just plain. Tra- pretty like b- basic traveler's clothes, browns yes. and grays. Maybe a cloak. Sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, garden. Uh, Garden, what are you wearing? You're a dragonborn. What color scales you got? Uh, red scales. Um, about six five. Um, wearing um wearing chain ring mail. I'm sorry, ring mail and kind of like a a tattered tattered cloak. Okay. I uh, do you have any scars? Do you have any uh uh you know distinguishing <clears throat> features otherwise? Um, I do have scars. I have a scar on my uh, right cheek, and I also have some scars that aren't uh, uh, visible visible when I'm while I'm wearing armor. Okay, so at least visibly, you you have a scar yes. across the side of your yes. face. Yes. Okay. So the the carriage is kind of bouncing around. Uh, the season is late winter, early spring, uh, so it's been kind of chilly. Uh, you know, when you guys set up camp at night and stuff, you have to kind of bundle up by the fire. Uh, you know, so so this adventure is, you know, gotten off to kind of a, a, a damp, wet start as the carriage kind of bounces into a, a kind of a pothole and kind of shakes you guys around a bit. Uh, and, you know, there's a splash of water and the uh, carriage continues on for a little bit. Uh, but finally, it comes to a stop and you find yourselves in a small village. All right. So you guys want to get out? Yeah, let's get out. Sure. So you guys hop out of the <laughs> carriage, and you finally feel like, you know, 
you're, you're kind of yeah done and over with you're you're stretching you're yawning the uh carriage driver uh hands you guys your backpacks that were kind of strapped to the roof of the uh carriage and he says well here you go and he tosses them down to you uh i would like to ask the driver uh what his name was we didn't get to know his name oh uh you can call me norris i uh i hope you have fun and he kind of looks around at the uh uh the tiny little burg that you're in and he says looks like this place is going to be a blast and the <laughs> carriage driver kind of grumpily jumps back onto the carriage uh you know looks down he says do send my regards to the mr payne uh, believe he's at that store and he points down the way and you see a general store not far from where you're at it's a very small little downtown area of this little village i retrieve my bag and i um thank the driver for safe travels and i uh wish him uh more safe travels on his way uh back you can't tell if he smiles but he does tip his hat to you uh do you guys have anything else to say to uh norris before you he uh takes off yeah, I'd like to ask him what he knows about this town, Lava Cloud. Well, not much, to be honest. And he kind of looks around with suspicious eyes. Uh, make a uh, insight check, if you guys would like. You can maybe get so his... Uh... So I just rolled a d20, right? Yep, you roll a d20, and you add your insight bonus, which is going to be equal to your wisdom modifier, uh, plus proficiency if you're proficient in insight. So you're basically always rolling a d20, a stat... And then potentially proficiency with it if uh, uh, it is something that you are proficient in. Okay, so I just add whatever wisdom I have to or against this number. Uh, with that number, yep, that you rolled. Yep. All right, so I rolled a 21. Nice. Uh, oh, well, I, guess I, don't, <laughs> I guess I don't need to roll. Oh, no, it's, it's always nice for each of you to have uh, okay. a good idea of, of your own <laughs> knowledge. Uh, so what did you get, Garden? Uh, well, I didn't get anything. I had a noob question I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, I roll a d20, and then I, uh, since I'm proficient in insight, um, and then my, uh, oh my goodness, my proficiency bonus is a plus two. Yep, you would add that as well, exactly. Okay. And um, then whatever you have for wisdom. And then, okay, yeah, and, wisdom, of course. And then that gets, okay, that gets added a modifier. Yep, uh, so it's essentially okay. the, the modifier of the stat that you're rolling, plus proficiency, if you're proficient, so that's plus two. Plus wisdom bonus, uh, plus the d20 roll. Uh, how'd you do, Elianad? <laughs> oh, I I have no uh, wisdom, whatever, and I don't have. I'm not uh, proficient in that. And then I rolled a four, so not. Oh, well, do, I did four. not do well. <laughs> uh, but it's not a one. If you get a one or a twenty, things will change depending. So of course, let me know if you ever roll a one or a twenty. Uh, what okay. do you get there, uh, Garden? So I, I, if, I hope I do this right. I rolled a uh, with the two with the modifier. I got a thirteen, and then my wisdom is a fourteen. So uh, well, it's not together. your wisdom score; it's the wisdom modifier. Okay. Ah, okay. Wisdom that's a plus two, so I have a fifteen. Fifteen, awesome. So with a fifteen, uh, it looks like uh, uh, Norris is kind of suspicious of this little town. Uh, it's hard to gauge why from just his shifty kind of expression. Uh, Elianot, you can't really tell. He's he's just sort of looking around. You have a hard time figuring out what this guy's thinking. Uh, Aegon, you feel like 
maybe Norris has a bad feeling about this village or something. Uh, it seems like he's on edge. You're not really sure why. Uh, does this? I want to. Does this city make you nervous? No, nervous. That's not exactly what I would say. Norris kind of looks around. He just says, "Well, you know, little towns have uh, their own way," and he smiles. Smiles just enough that you can kind of see it over the, the you know, the, the high collar that's blocking his mouth. And he kind of cracks the whips of the horses and bids you guys farewell. And right, is quick to get out of Dodge. So? Let's head to the store, right? All right, I'm good with that. Sure, so there are a few different stores that you uh, walk by. Uh, so you see that there is, uh, in the brief little trip down the road, uh, you see an inn. It looks like there is a, uh, the inn is called Susanna's Inn. There's a place called Black Egg Brewery. A, bl- a blacksmith shop called Mithril Menders. Uh, down the road, you're, you're not walking by it, but, uh, down the street you do see a chapel. Uh... And then on the other side of the road, which you're also not walking by, is a little tiny shop. Uh, hard to tell what's in there. But otherwise, you get to a storefront that's called the Pain Emporium. And this sounds like the place that you're, you know, been told to go to. Okay. Well, we're here to talk to him, so let's go in. Sure. So, Elianad opens the door and heads on in. Is everyone following? Yeah. Yep. Perfect, perfect. So... You guys walk in, and uh, a tiefling. Uh, tieflings are a race of uh, kind of devilish-looking humanoids. Uh, they have horns, kind of reddish-hued flesh, typically, tails. Uh, Arnold Payne here is slender. He has uh, deep red skin, a uh, thick tail that kind of waggles uh, around nervously, and his horns kind of uh, shoot straight up. He sees the uh, three of you, and... Uh, he kind of, uh, you see him kind of eye a, a scroll of parchment next to him. And he looks uh, back up to the three of you as you walk in. And he says, oh, I do believe that you're the three that have been sent to me by uh, my family. Is that right? Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, and he smiles real big at you guys. Uh, if you guys want, roll insight. Uh, you can roll insight on him. Okay. You would also roll insight if you ever want to know if someone's lying to you, uh, because I'll never force you to roll insight. I'll just let you believe the lie, just so you know. All right. I got a nine. Uh, Garden, how about you? I, too, have a nine. A nine as well. And uh, Eliana? I got a two. <laughs> oh, you're getting closer to that one. <laughs> uh, that's exciting. <laughs> Keep in mind your uh, uh, class abilities as well and whatnot. I know, uh, uh, Dot, you have an ability that helps your uh, roles of, maybe not skill checks, but certain roles. Uh, so keep that in the back of your mind if you ever want to use that. Okay. Uh, but uh, with a two, he smiles. It's it's so hard to read this guy. He's He must be an expert <laughs> at hiding his emotions. Uh, even with nines, he seems excited to see the three of you. He, he seems happy. He seems kind of relieved. All right. Yeah, we see, uh, we know we we have work that we have to do for you. Is that what you need? Well, yes, uh, that's right. Uh, I mean, it's kind of odd 
what's going on. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, let's step into the back office. We'll make sure that uh, uh, nobody listens in. And he invites you into the back room. Uh, it's not a very big store, so the back room is extra stock. It's uh, like a, a table. It looks like he uses it as a desk. Uh, but uh, Arnold Payne uh, introduces himself again as a member of the Payne family of merchants. Uh, and Arnold sits you guys down. He only has a couple of regular chairs for the uh, table. So for the uh, the other two of you, he has sort of crates kind of stacked up and lets you sit down because it doesn't seem like he gets guests a lot, you don't think. Okay. Uh, and Arnold says, he says, well, uh, I apologize that, you know, this isn't a very luxurious meeting, Paul, but uh, yes, I'm having a little bit of problems in the city, and I'm hoping that you might be able to help me out. Okay. Okay, what kind of problems? Well, um, and it might be my imagination, <laughs> of course, and if your investigation leads to that, then, you know, all the better. Uh, you know, then it won't be anything we worry about. But strange things have been going on in Lava Cloud Village. Uh, rather odd things. Strange like how? Like people missing? Well, sort of. So I only came to this city in the last year or so. Uh, I decided to get away from the big city life, and so I decided to set up shop in, you know, this little sleepy village. Uh, it's mostly a farming community. Uh, you know, there, there's not a lot of stuff going on, but, you know, that was kind of what I was looking for. Uh, I just kind of wanted to, my own headspace, you know. But it's strange. Uh, when I first arrived in the city, the townspeople were very nice. You know, I don't want it to, to seem like I'm ungrateful to them. Uh, but there was whispered talk of something called the Dark Times. Now, I assumed that this was something that, you know, transpired years ago. Maybe hundreds of years ago. The Dark Times sounds uh, rather you know, uh, dramatic. Yeah. But it seems like these dark times are more recent and maybe are still going. Um, you know, I, I probably wouldn't have thought twice about it, but uh, uh, travelers had come to our little burg here and uh, they spent the night at the inn. They seemed to have nightmares. And then one of them vanished. And the particularly odd thing is that, well, I mean, they just were gone without a trace. The townspeople apparently had no memory that that person existed. Uh, but myself and these travelers knew of the, the person. Uh, I didn't really get to know them or anything. I just knew they existed. And, you know, they're magic spells and whatnot. I mean, it could have been an elaborate prank, but it just seems like a lot of work for very little payoff. The, the travelers seemed very concerned about what was happening. Uh, but when they went to the inn, the, there was no evidence, nothing in the ledgers that showed that they were there. Uh, it was, you know, rather peculiar. So you're saying the townspeople don't have any recollect recollection, but travelers like yourself, people newer to the city, do remember these people. Yes, and I mean, you know, we, we get so few visitors that things like this don't happen often, but... 
you know, it, it's it's enough to leave me concerned. Uh, but do you think that the townspeople are lying to you, or do you think they really don't have a recollection of it? They don't seem to have a recollection of it. Uh, I mean, they it could be possible. I, I won't put it past the people of this village. It, it certainly is possible. Uh, but it just doesn't seem their style. I, I, you know, it doesn't seem like they're a elaborate band of cultists, not as far as I can tell. Uh, they seem You've to been just... here a year. Do you think that you know them well enough? I'd like to think so. Uh, I get along with everyone pretty well. Uh, there are some new residents. It seems like in the last few months we've actually had new people moving in. And they've not gone missing or anything. So, uh, you know, it, it, I put in my request to the, the my family for assistance months and months ago. Maybe almost a half a year ago. Okay. Uh you know, so at that time, it was much more alarming. And, you know, so maybe things have died down. Maybe it was a fluke accident. Uh, but, you know, while you're here, I'd just like you to check things out. Uh, but the problem is that the townspeople don't really cotton to the, the notion of, uh, you know, being asked about these dark times. Uh, they've made it perfectly clear, even when I've hinted around the issue, that it's something that is unspoken in the village. Uh, so I'm hoping that you can use your best discretion and avoid bringing it up. Hopefully do some digging on the side or or investigate the region around to see if there's anything you can learn. Uh, because, you know, the, the townspeople asked about new visitors coming and I did let them know that you're here on, you know, business for me. Uh, so they're viewing you as sort of uh, kind of envoys of the Payne family, uh, you know, so, you know, they, they know that you're connected to me, and I'd rather you not ask too many suspicious questions and then have them not frequent my store anymore. Okay. Now, you spoke of nightmares. Um, any any details or any <clears throat> any clues of what, 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 what their nightmare, kind of nightmares were had? I'm afraid I don't know. Uh, even when I stay around... Uh, you know, in my shop. Uh, occasionally I might spend the night here if I work late. Uh, I do find that I have troubled sleep uh, in this little little hamlet. Uh, my residence is further to the north, uh, you know, maybe a good hour walk from here, two-hour walk. Uh, you know, and, and when I spend the night in my own villa, I'm fine, you know, there's no issues. Uh, and maybe it's just me. Like I said, I, I could just be paranoid. I don't know for sure. Uh, but regardless, it just seems like strange things happen in this little area. Okay. So I'm curious, though, because you said that the residents of the town don't have any recollection of these people being there and them missing. What are they referring to as the dark times then? From what I understand... And this is what I learned from uh, a gentleman who isn't very <clears throat> well liked by the town. Uh, but he buys goods for me on occasion. Haven't seen them in a week or so. Uh, old Pierce McGregor. The townspeople say he's loony. He's, he's crazy. Uh, he seems nice enough. He's kind to me. So I get along with him well enough. Uh, there have been times when he's even come into town late. Uh, he doesn't like to travel the the road from his home to, you know, in the south to the north in the village. Uh, he lives directly south. Uh, 
he takes a long way around and goes around the woods to get to the the uh, lava cloud village. So sometimes he would arrive late, and you know he's an older man. I didn't want him traveling too late at night, so I let him spend the night. But he spoke of some strange event that happened in the last ten years. His memory is a little foggy, so he'd only mutter about it, but uh, from what I can gather, something happened at a farm in the south, uh, near where he lives. Uh, I believe the farm was called Swiftvine. Swiftvine, Swiftvine Farm. Uh, it was a family, uh, I think an elf, a human, and I think a child. Well, they uh, apparently had kind of odd events happen to them after uh, something fell from the sky. I don't, what, qu- uh, I don't quite know the details, honestly. Any descriptions or any anything about what fell from the sky? I don't really know, to be honest. Uh, old Pierce McGregor, he doesn't seem to like talking about it. He, he kind of mumbles about it and mutters under his breath, and that's how I've learned most of this. Uh, from what I understand, though, uh, they sent word to uh, a college in a city far to the north. A uh, uh, agent of the school of some kind, uh, I don't know in what capacity, a uh, woman by the name of Juliana Blightcaller uh, arrived in this town, and apparently everything was fine. Uh, she said that nothing was the matter. Uh, she didn't take anything with her. There were no issues. Uh, and what's odd is, you know, since odd things have been happening lately, I actually sent word to the city of Rayburn Falls to, to try to find out what happened to that person, uh, maybe get some more details from them. They were apparently excommunicated from the magical college in the city, and now no one can find them. I don't know where they are or what they're doing, uh, but that's a dead lead. So investigating the region around here is the, the best thing I can think. Uh, but I'm not much for a fight, not much of a, the adventuring type, you see. And so uh, my family you know, sent word back when I requested help, and they said they would send the best agents they could find. Uh, I don't really know <clears throat> how you were hired, necessarily. <laughs> uh, you don't need to know that. Oh, uh, yes, very well. And he kind of nods. He says... Uh, uh, in any event, uh, you know, I'm hoping that you could uh, do a little bit of digging around here. So I actually have family that lives out this way. Are you familiar oh. with the Taloon Queston? Taloon Queston? Queston family? Yeah. I've never heard of them. Really? Uh, yes. Uh, Arnold Payne tries to read you. And sees that you're likely what showing concern on your face over the fact that your family he doesn't has never heard of them. Yeah, you say you've been here a year, right? Uh, yeah, about a year, almost two years. Okay. Do you General know how how long ago they? For, uh, what's that? What's the insight? Is that what I got to? Yep, roll insight. If you want to see if he's lying. Okay. That's an eleven. He seems to be telling the truth. Uh, he seems, uh, when he realizes that you are concerned that they're not here, uh, or that he's never heard of them, uh, he kind of mirrors concern back, and he's like, um, well, I mean, it might just be that I don't know them. 
Uh, you could certainly ask around the village, but uh, no, I, I'm afraid I don't know a, a Queston family. Oh, but where are my manners? Uh, may I have your names? Uh, my name is Aegon. Aegon uh, Queston, was it? Queston. Aegon, uh, nice to meet you. Elianad, Brad Burns. Elianad? And he looks to you, Garden. Garden Morquill. He nods. He says, Garden, Aegon, Elianad. Uh, odd, odd things are happening in this town. Uh, a blighted farm to the south where that thing landed. Uh, odd animals that seem changed in those south woods. Uh, the abandoned homes from that area. The fact that this village just kind of glosses it over and pretends it didn't happen. Uh, there are very odd things going on in Lava Cloud Village uh, concerning matters that I'm hoping that you can get to the bottom of. Uh, as far as where to start, well, I've heard there's a, uh, they call it the Abandoned Chateau. Uh, it's to the, uh, let's see. It lets you know that the abandoned chateau is uh, about 15 miles southwest of the village. Uh, I don't know a lot of details of it, but from what it sounds, it's a, an old mansion that's been there for not very long. Maybe your Queston family has, has gone there to reside. It's maybe far enough outside the village that, you know, there's, you know they've not bothered to come in. Or maybe I've just not seen them. Uh, it's been there not long, but it's abandoned? Well, I've heard it's abandoned. Uh, they call it the Abandoned Chateau. Uh, I don't know a lot of the details. Uh, from what I understand, uh, it seemed like it was built, and but nobody ever lived there. It just appeared one day, according to the villagers. I sort of tossed it up with the, the dark times and stuff that it was, you know sort of villager superstition. Uh, I mean, I presume that it's far enough outside of town that it's just, you know, nobody was monitoring when it was built. Uh, but aside from that, uh, uh, a fair amount of new villagers have arrived, like I mentioned, in the uh, last few months. Uh, they they typically have had connections to the myself or the Payne family, uh, you know, friends of friends, things like that, that, uh, you know, were looking to get away. And so they decided to set up residence here. Uh, because they're not, you know, villagers, you might not get a lot of details out of them. Uh, but they're likely to be a little bit more talkative than the people who've resided here through the dark times. All right. I tell them uh, I will do my best to find out what's going on with the mysterious disappearings. And I excuse myself and leave. Sure, he nods. Uh, he looks to you, Elianad. Is there any questions you have? Nope, I'm all good. I just tell him we'll do our best and I leave. He says, that's all anyone can ask or that you can offer. And he looks to you, Garden. I have no questions. Thank you for your time. He nods. He says, oh, uh, you have uh, rooms rented at uh, Susanna's Inn. Uh, make sure to let the others know that, Garden. Uh, you guys have rooms rented paid for by the Payne family for as long as you're investigating. Uh, they're kind of small rooms, but uh, uh, do help yourself. 
Thank his you. meals are included. Uh, but if you need me, I'll be in the shop. Wait, so I'm am I, I left in there by myself? At the I moment, thought... yeah. The other two left. Oh, I, thought, I didn't realize. I, I knew I, I knew that uh, I left. I didn't, I didn't say bye and just leave. it. I, I, turned, like, I turned to Elianad and I say, is, is Garden still in there? <laughs> he must. Well, then, he must have more questions he didn't want us to know about. <laughs> Well, in this case, I I do I you know I, there is there is uh, a question or two uh, that I have. Um, uh -huh. Are you are you have you uh, uh, happened to seen any other dragonborns uh, in this town? Um, specifically, one uh, uh, one of uh, a larger larger build than myself, um, but almost kind of like a a dark dark green dark green scales. Um, and he shakes his others. head. He says, I'm afraid, friend, that uh, I don't think I've seen any dragonborn in this village. Uh, maybe ever. Uh, we don't really get a lot of uh, dragonborn travelers around here. Okay. Uh, but if I see anyone, I'll certainly point them in your direction. Or at least let you know. And he gauges uh, how you want him to react. If you want him to... Uh, tell you about it or to send them to you. <laughs> uh, please, please. Um, uh, discretion is uh, is is of the key. Just let me know. Keep an eye out for me. Sure, absolutely. And he nods. And he he says that he'll be on the lookout. Uh, are you heading outside to meet up with your allies? I, I will head outside now. <laughs> you three of you are outside. Uh, there you are. What were you in there doing? I was. I had I had a, a pressing question for him. Uh, what regarding was your pressing the, uh, question? Well, regarding uh, the religious uh, churches around uh, establishments around. Roll deception. That's a flat out lie. The other yeah, yeah. others, can you uh, roll insight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Deception, if you please, uh, Garden. He is a he is a noob all the way. Let me know what you got there, uh, Garden. Probably going to get like a negative one. Hold on. Let me. Uh... You have charisma. You'll be okay. <laughs> Lying to your friends uh, is what... all right. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. So. Oh, my goodness. So persuasion would be a. Um, no, this would be deception. Okay. Oh, deception. Okay. Okay. So that would just be just a D20 plus... Um, Charisma, yep. Charisma modifier. Charisma. Okay. And what'd you get? 17. 17? What did you guys get for insight? I got a 20. Oh! And that's a natural 20. A natural 20! I don't have 20. any extras. You got a natural <laughs> Twinkie? You got a natural Twinkie. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Elianad. Elianad, you can tell that he's lying. And with a natural 20, you think that he was asking something very personal. And you get the vibe that you think he's lying, but it's probably over something that he wants to keep to himself. Uh, something maybe involving his history. The three of you are aware of one another's scenarios, at least to a surface level degree. Even if you don't know the details that you guys were spared jail time, execution, etc., to take this job. So you have a feeling it might be linked to that. 
Uh, what did you get for insight there? Uh, uh, I just got 13. 13? Yeah, he seemed to be telling the truth. Okay. All right. Whatever. Uh, we got to figure out what we're doing for sleep tonight. Do you guys want to check out the inn? Um, we do have rooms there available, and um, food is uh, covered for us. So, so you weren't just talking about churches then? Oh, he let me know the steps. <laughs> he let me know about the uh, right. the establishment. All I, I heard thought was food. Let's go check out the inn. <laughs> Absolutely. So you guys are heading to Susanna's Inn. Is that right? That is right. Yep. Uh, Two-story building. Uh, it looks like uh, uh, there's a fire going inside. Uh, it is the middle of the day, probably like mid-afternoon at this point. But, I mean, it's pretty cold out. You know, it's a little chilly. So you guys head on into Susanna's Inn. And uh, behind a counter, you see uh, a uh, short human. Uh, she has uh, uh, short blonde hair. Uh, she has is wearing shades of green in her dress. Uh, and uh, she sees the uh, three of you and uh, you know, kind of smiles, greets you and says, well, hello there, travelers. Uh, how may I be of assistance to you? Hi, uh, we. My name is Aegon. Uh, we were sent here to assist a man named Arnold Payne. Uh, he said we have rooms here. Oh, you're the companions of Arnold Payne. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He uh, has paid in advance for the three of your rooms. Uh, That's wonderful. Yeah, so absolutely, meals are included. Uh, you get breakfast and dinner. All right, uh, I'll take both now. Uh, roll persuasion. Eleven. She says, no, breakfast was quite a while ago, but I do have some leftovers. I'm sure I can get something together for you. But dinner won't be ready for quite a while. We make big bulk meals here. Uh, we don't do it to order, I'm afraid, honey. I understand. What is your name? She lets you know that her name is Charlotte Foster. Charlotte, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions? Oh, absolutely. Uh, sit down, sit down. I'll get your meal while you're talking. Um, how long have you been in the city of, of uh, Lava Cloud? Oh, I've lived here all my life. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, how many, not to get too specific, but how many years would that be? Oh, honey, you don't ask a lady her age. <laughs> Roll persuasion. Not good. Two. She only lets you know that you don't ask a lady your age. She goes to get food. Uh, you guys have a moment between yourselves if you want to talk amongst yourselves uh, before she comes back with food. Otherwise, if you just want to jump ahead, that's fine, too. So, Elianad. Yeah. I know we've been, we've been hanging out for about a month, the three of us, but I really don't know much about your story. There's really nothing to know. Okay. <laughs> a moment later, after an awkward, tense uh, uh, you know, trade-off, uh, she comes in with food, <laughs> and she brings you guys three plates. And she says, uh, uh, oh, there you go. Any other, uh, anything else I can help you out with? Thank you so much for the food. We really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, all a part of being uh, an inn owner. Oh, so you own the inn then? 
Yeah, I uh, uh, took it over well, maybe a few months ago. Uh, Ma had, had been ill for a bit, and uh, she passed on. Uh, so I took over his ownership uh, at a rather young age. And she does seem fairly young. She probably looks to be in her early 20s, maybe late teens. When you Were you working here when you had uh, travelers come through that had weird nightmares? Uh, she looks at you kind of funny, and she says, Oh, honey, I don't know nothing about, uh, you know, nightmares. Okay. Can I, can I, uh, roll to see if she's telling the truth? Yeah, roll insight. Okay. Anyone can roll that. No. I got a 12. Uh, she seems to be telling the truth. You don't think she knows anything about, uh, nightmares. I got an 18. Uh, and, uh, for you, uh, Garden? 14. 14? She's telling the truth. Uh, doesn't seem to know anything about nightmares. With an 18! You think that she kind of knows a little bit about nightmares, uh, but you think that this is one of the residents of the city who lived through the dark times? You think she's one of the ones that does not cough up any info about such madness? Okay. So I, um, I uh, kind of shift the, shift the conversation, ask about her. Um, so, um, I, I, I apologize. What was your, what was your name again? Charlotte, Charlotte Foster. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. Uh, how have you been doing? How's, how's business been for you, uh, as of late? Well, quite good. Uh, we, uh, recently kind of switched over to, to just handling food. We used to also be a bar, uh, but a bar opened up in town in the last few months. And so we're able to save a little bit of money that way. Uh, you know, just handle meals while they take care of the drink. And she nods. Do I hear this conversation at all? Yeah, you're you're okay. absolutely there. I didn't know. You're I still in the room, right? I didn't know if he was whispering <laughs> to her or whatever. So no, no, no. Yeah, you guys are all unless they unless someone specifically says, "I want this to be whispered or off to the side." You guys okay. are always pretty much together and carrying on conversation at the okay. same time. And are things usually things are usually are things usually quiet? I mean, are, are you ha you don't have any any trouble or anything with um, patrons or? No, uh, most all the patrons have lived there lived here most of their life. Aside from a few of the new folk in town, uh, yeah, we don't have trouble. Everything's uh, nice and quiet out here. And she smiles. And uh, you you you've been here. You you've been around for for a a, a long enough time. Any any interesting stories you could uh. You could uh, tell us. Roll persuasion. You, you might have heard. It's Dang it! Persuasion again. Persuasion. Yeah. And what do you get? Uh, on. Add the modifier and uh, twenty. With a twenty. Unnatural. Unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. Uh, she says, well, uh, yeah, I can tell you, uh, kind of something interesting, I suppose. Uh, if you guys are going to be in town for a bit and traveling around, uh, do make sure to avoid, uh, going too far in the, uh, direction. She tells you, uh, northeast. She says probably about a day's travel, uh, maybe around 30 miles to the northeast. Uh, there used to be a big fortress. They, uh... Uh, used to be owned by a lord of the, the region, I suppose. But, uh, well, that lord passed away 
oh, maybe 100 years ago, something like that. Uh, and his estate kind of fell into disarray. Uh, but uh, the fortress that got left behind it used to be, you know, owned by soldiers and, you know, knights and stuff. But, uh, well, they kind of all left the region when the Lord died. And, well, uh, bandits and goblins kind of took up residence. So, you know, be careful you don't go too far to the uh, northeast. You don't want to get into a dangerous uh, spot of trouble. They call it the Fortress of Volrock. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that information. We'll be we'll be sure to to steer clear of that area. She nods. Uh, and that's V O L A. I'm sorry, V O L R A K. If you were curious on the spelling, Fortress of Volrock. Uh, if you guys want, you can roll history uh, to maybe know a little bit more about that. Do we all roll that, or yeah, you can, unless you don't want to. Entirely up to you guys. I ain't going to force you to roll things to learn if you don't want to learn. <laughs> I rolled a 19. I got a 3. 3? You have no idea what any of that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, you had a 19 altogether there, uh, Aegon? Yeah. And uh, for you, Garden, uh, do you get anything? Uh... What does it mean if it says Nan? Nan? Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. 16. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, with a 16 and a 19 uh, you guys uh, have heard that this region did have a, a kind of a, a, a you know a lord that ruled over it uh, like a duke that you know controlled the region and you know uh, uh, you know had taxes and you know a whole nine yards but over time the 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 duke's estate kind of fell into disarray and they, you know, died and didn't leave an heir. And so there was nobody to take over the duchy. And so this region sort of lost its, you know, soldiers, its knights. And so whereas it used to be maybe a hundred or so, a uh, hundred or so years ago was, you know, a lot more connected, all the villages in the region or whatever, they started to kind of die out. And now there's, you know, just sort of little kind of flecks of light in a kind of a sea of darkness in this region, these little tiny establish or, uh, uh, you know, establishments. Uh, but aside from that, you don't really know much about the name Volrock uh, or, you know, the, the specific goblins or knights of the, you know, uh, goblins that were in this area. Uh, but uh, uh, she looks to the three of you and asks if there's any other questions before she uh, gets back to uh, work in the, uh, the back. Yeah, I would like to ask her if she's familiar with the Queston family. Uh, Queston family? No, I'm afraid I've never heard of them. Alright. Can I roll an uh, insight? You sure can. Go right ahead. Hey, what'd you get? An eight. An eight? She seems to be telling the truth. All right. Doesn't not seem to be lying. She seems confused. Uh, doesn't know that family. And she says, "Well, I've been here for oh all my life, and I've never heard that name before." I'm afraid, friend. Uh, she kind of shrugs. She says, uh, "You know, any other questions?" I don't have anything. I uh, I scarf down my food and I ask her what I do with my plate. She lets you know that she'll uh, uh, take, you know, plates and silverware and stuff, uh, but she thanks you. 
Uh, she uh, she takes your uh, plate. Uh, if you guys haven't finished eating, she waits on yours, but otherwise she takes your plates or whatever. Uh, and you guys finish your meal, and she's in the back. You could probably grab her if you need to, but otherwise you have kind of an empty inn at the moment. It seems like dinner won't be served for quite a few hours, and so you guys have some time in the afternoon before dinner. Uh, what would you like to do? Do you guys want to hang around town and maybe see if we can talk to any of the people in these, like, the buildings in the town? Or what do you want to do? I don't, it doesn't seem like they're going to yield any information. I mean, Guardian, since you, Guardian, since you were all hell bent on talking about religion with, with Arnold, <laughs> did you want to go check out the chapel? Uh, actually, yes. Yes. Sure. You guys want to go to the chapel? Yeah, let's check out the chapel. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe in a church, people will be more honest. <laughs> so you guys head down to the chapel of Kesnat Saraz Light. Uh, if you like, you can roll religion to know more about the god known as Kesnat Saraz. So Kesnat? Kesnat. K-E-S-N-A-T hyphen S-Y-R-A-H. Kesnat Saraz. Saraz, Saraz. All right, so we're, what are we rolling? Religion? Religion, yeah. if you'd like to know more. Okay. It's a four. A four. I got a 16. I got a three. Oh, a paladin. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> with a four and a three, you guys know he's a good god. Uh, he is a god of good in some capacity. Uh, Elianod, uh, you know that uh, Kesnetzerat is the good god of beauty, the arts, Magic, uh, elves. Uh, not only is he somebody that artists kind of revere, uh, but is somebody that uh, people who are, uh, uh, you know, in tune with magic, arcane magic, uh, are all about. And you guys find that in the uh, kind of the, the backyard of this small little chapel, uh, there seems to be some children playing. <clears throat> Uh, but otherwise, in the uh, uh, kind of in the stone steps that lead to the the chapel, uh, you see a tall and lanky half elf. Uh, he has unnaturally blue eyes that almost glow. He's got long blonde hair that's tied in a ponytail. He's kind of wearing thin white robes. He sees the uh, the three of you, uh, and he says, "Ah, oh, good evening. How might I be of assistance? My name is Phineas Gracewood." Hi, Phineas. My name is Aegon. Aegon, it is a pleasure to meet you, my child. And he looks to the, the others. Uh, do you guys introduce yourselves? Yes, yeah. I introduce... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Garden, you're uh, up first. Uh, <laughs> Greetings. Uh, my, uh, I am Garden. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. <clears throat> a pleasure to meet you as well, my friend. Uh, and he looks to you, uh, 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 Elianad. Do you introduce yourself? I do. Hi, I'm Elianad. Well, it is a pleasure to meet travelers we don't get many travelers around here uh though i suppose i am rather new in town so maybe travelers are more frequent than i realize would you like to come inside sure absolutely just do come in walk <clears throat> this way and he enters into the small little chapel uh there's probably about like six pews three on each side there's a uh you know a uh 
the kind of the uh, podium uh, that he would preach at, but he has you sit down at uh, uh, some of the pews and uh, sits as well. Uh, he says, I'm afraid I don't have much to offer you as a, a host, but uh, by all means, you are welcome here. How might I be of assistance? Said you were new here. Uh, how long have you been here? Oh, maybe <clears throat> about a couple of months. Not very long. Months. What brought you uh, here? Well, I, uh, I had kind of finished my training of a, a new protege and my last uh, uh, congregation. And so I decided to come spread the word of Kesnet Sarah in a new area. Uh, I, from what I understand, this chapel had been abandoned for some time and the people were looking for a, a new priest and none would arrive. And by the graces of Kesnet Sarah, I arrived. How are you, um, uh, how are you asking asking what he knows oh, about sorry. the history of this town? Well, not a lot, I'm afraid. Uh, uh, roll insight, all three of you. Okay. I got a 12. I got a 10. Garden? 22. Oh, uh, with a 12 and a 10, uh, it seems like I... Uh, it seems like uh, uh, Phineas maybe knows a little bit about uh, uh, you know the the history of this town, at least bits and pieces. Garden, you can tell that there's something else weighing on his mind. Uh, <clears throat> as you guys ask that question, though, it, it seems like he almost wants to ask you guys or tell you guys something, and then changes his mind and continues to talk. So you have that in your back pocket if you'd like to bring that up. He says. Well, uh, I don't know a lot. Uh, the townspeople don't seem to want to talk about it, but well, there's a lot of blighted land to the south. It's rather peculiar. Garden, okay. are you going to say anything or no? Uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, ask. If, um, do you know anything about the uh, uh, the blighted land, like the history or, or whatnot? Anything you've heard? Uh, he says, well, that's the thing, is I, I, any time I've brought it up, uh, the townspeople make it seem like it happened a long time ago. They call it the dark times. Uh, so, you know, must be something their forefathers dealt with that they just don't want to come to terms with, maybe. Uh, it seems like it happened a long time ago, and certainly from my short trips to the south before I head back home, uh, that seems to be the case. It seems like the damage was done long ago. Uh, at least as far it, as now, I can tell. Now, could that that history is that is that could that what's uh, what I'm feeling is like weighing on you, or is or could it is something else? Um, no, it's uh, uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, but uh, when I first arrived in this town, I could sense. Uh, a great holy power, uh, you know, in this region. And that was one of the reasons why I decided that it would be a good idea to uh, sort of set up my shop here, uh, my trade, if you will, uh, spreading the word of Kesnat Sarah. However, it seems odd. I can feel that divine energy swelling more and more with each passing day. Uh, but which do you is... feel that 
this holy power is good or bad? Well, good, I should think. Uh, the power of radiance is most typically used, uh, you know, by wielders of the holy light of the, the good gods. Uh, it just seems like, well, there'd be a reason for such a spike in divine radiant energy. Uh, it seems to be coming from somewhere in the north, but I don't know much more than that, I'm afraid. Hmm. Is there anything I can roll to see if I can feel any energy? Yeah, roll religion. Um, Anyone no. can roll that. Now, a uh, question I forgot to um, uh, note, I guess, on, on my on my uh, character sheet, but um, does is there any perks that I have with uh, with my uh, religious background? Um, if you uh, took the religion skill uh, as a trained uh, skill, you'd have proficiency in that, but otherwise you do have a class feature that lets you sense if something within 60 feet of you is consecrated or desecrated. Okay. You have a certain amount of uses of that per day. Uh, so if you'd okay. like to use that, you certainly can as a paladin. I got an 11. An 11? Uh, you're trying to sense, but you're not really in tune with uh, uh, divine magic necessarily. You're more in tune with nature. Uh, and you mm -hmm. don't necessarily sense like a uh, like fey energy or natural energy like that in that capacity. Uh, Elianad, did you roll? I did, and I got a 6. With a 6? Yeah, once again, it's it, you're not really <laughs> able to sense much of anything. Uh, how about for you there, uh, Garden? Uh, 18. With an 18? You do. Uh, it's very faint. Uh, maybe this priest is more in tune with it than you are. Uh, though it does kind of give you the feeling like of the, the warmth of the power of Duke Lion. Uh, and you feel like it might kind of be coming from the, the north. Uh, maybe... If I had to uh, uh, be specific, I would say probably the Northwest. All right. Uh, do you guys have any other questions for? Have the townspeople generally accepted you, or do you feel like there's a like a hindrance in what they like feel towards you? Well, I do think there is a little bit of a, a barrier, uh, but I suppose that's what happens when uh, you know a new face comes into town. Uh, let alone one setting up a, a church that, you know, maybe not everyone reveres as strongly as I do. Uh, though many of the townspeople are, are trusting enough that they're, uh, they're happy to have their children learn lessons here. Uh, the children right now are taking a break and playing in the back, but uh, uh, typically I also am a, a bit of a schoolmaster here. In such a small rural town, they don't really have a teacher of their own. Okay. okay. Guardian, do you Are have you anything to ask? Uh, I, I have about I have just two more questions. Um, uh, one regarding uh your to the south, the area to the south. Um, I know you say you felt a you know you feel feel you know light and you know radiance coming from like the 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 north, but the south. Is there anything that you sense when you're in that area? Anything disturbing, troubling you, or anything? Well, I can't quite put my finger on it. Uh, but I do get a sense of uneasiness in the South. I, uh, it, it's, I'm sure it's my imagination, uh, but it just seems like even the animals are a little different in the South of the town. Hmm. Hmm. How, 
How so? Have you seen them behave weirdly? Behave any different? Well, I mean, you know, animals and beasts are typically pretty skittish around uh, mortal kind. Uh, but yes, they, they seem a little odd. Uh, you know, even something as simple as a, a rabbit or a squirrel. Crows and bluebirds. They all seem different. Maybe a little longer limbs. Uh, larger heads. Uh, you know, it's just, just strange enough to the point where I have a hard time putting my finger on it, but I feel like something is off. Besides the longer, longer limbs. Um, yeah, and that could be my I, imagination. I, you know, no. I. And this is over by the the Swiftvine farm. I, I don't know its name, but uh, the Blighted Land in the south. Yes, uh, it, okay. the the woods around that farm. Uh, Swiftvine, you called it, if that's its name. Uh, yes, the 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 woods all around that area are filled with blight, you know, filled with kind of a, a just a, a negative sort of feeling. If you go into the south, I think you'll understand what I mean. Understood. Have we, have we rolled insight? I don't think I've rolled insight on this person. Have you I? sure haven't. Uh, I would like to roll insight. Yeah, you sure can. Sure. Uh, 19. With the 19, he seems to be telling the truth. Uh, okay. he, he's not lying. Uh, at the very least about this thing that you're rolling on now, the, about the animals in the south being off and odd. Uh, and all around with the 19, you get uh, the feeling that, yeah, he he's, uh, uh, seems to be a nice enough guy. Uh, you know, takes care of kids, uh, you know, seems legit. But, yeah, he seems a little off-put by the stuff in the south. And it seems like the townspeople that have lived here long don't really seem to want to talk to him about it. All right. Well, I say, Phineas, thank you, you know, for your time. I know you get your hands full with the kids out there so uh i'll leave you be and i i walk out he nods he says I, I, walk, I walk towards the door but i'm still in the building sure you start heading out uh uh heading it to the words of the front door he smiles and nods and says well thank you for your visit you're always welcome to pray here uh he looks to you elianod and garden do you have any other questions yeah i just I have do one. have one oh go ahead sorry go ahead. uh i'm just curious have you heard anything about missing travelers do you know anything about that missing travelers well um like I mentioned, uh, I, I, we don't really have travelers that come here very often, at least since I've lived here. Uh, so I wouldn't know about that, I'm afraid. Okay. Thank and, uh, you for your time. And my question, have you spoken? Be before you leave, Elianat, <laughs> uh, one question. Uh, have you spoken with a man by the name of Pierce, Mag Pierce McGruber? As, uh, as, as Garden, as Garden is asking this question, I want to cast Druidcraft and make it smell like a skunk is coming from him. Uh, you're gonna have to roll a spell save DC, uh, Garden. So go ahead and roll me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh. Uh huh. Uh, and oh, did I just say <laughs> D20 plus wisdom modifier? And then if you're proficient with uh, that, you add proficiency bonus. And what you get? A seven. 
Uh, suddenly, the, the smell of uh, skunk kind of exudes around you, and both you and uh, 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 Phineas kind of have a, an odd, exp- you know, kind of pained expression on your faces, but it only lasts a moment. Uh, Phineas kind of stands up and steps away, and he says, <clears throat> uh, It seems the children have been playing with the wildlife. I should get outside. Uh, but no, I'm afraid I don't know a Pierce McGregor. Uh, I'm afraid if they come here, I've not been introduced to them. Uh, do excuse me. And he heads outside, through the back. I step outside. I step outside. I guess I step outside, too. The smell is long gone behind you. It uh, didn't linger or anything. It was almost just there for the blink of an eye. Like six seconds. I. Uh, do I know he did that or no? I. Uh, you wouldn't, I don't think. No. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. But the three of you have gone outside. Uh, go ahead and make me perception checks, all three of you. Okay. <sighs> that is a eight. Um, question about the die, because I'm new to a 20-sided die. Six and nines. It's the dot. See the dot? Yeah, they'll the have six. a line so underneath that. Yeah. Okay. See, mine doesn't have a line. as a dot. Oh, but gotcha. Yep. I got an eight. I got an 18. And for you guys? I got an eight. 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 With eight and an eight, you guys look around. Uh, You seem to be, as you exit the the chapel, you're viewing the kind of the south end of the uh, uh, town. Uh, With an 18, Ellie and I, as you kind of step out of the chapel, uh, which is... Kind of on the, the, you know, maybe southeastern end of the uh, kind of little hamlet anyway. You uh, scan the horizon and you see a few people kind of coming and going from the, you know, the, the little shops and stuff. Uh, but what catches your eye is something different. As you scan to the south, you see what looks like a deer. It seems to be kind of picking at the vegetation. And it doesn't seem different. It doesn't seem odd. It's, you know, in the south part of town. It just, you know, makes you feel like this is all just... Obviously, you know, kind of superstition from backwoods, you know, people. You know, they're not, not city folk like you who's, you know, been around and, you know... And as you're kind of feeling like this is a total bust, the deer looks in your direction and you see that its eyes kind of bulge out of its skull a bit in like a weird way its eyes seem odd and bulging out and don't seem to have the eyes of wildlife that you've ever seen and its snout is kind of weirdly twisted up as if the the bone and flesh is kind of like rolled together at the end of it kind of like almost like like a corkscrew like drill like shape and it kind of gives you a nasty feeling and the thing looks at you oddly and almost tilts its head like it's trying to like figure you out as you're figuring it out and then it bounds off into the woods and that's where we're gonna go ahead and pause today's session Thank you.